we are live. Yes, sir. We are live. You want me to do the intro or you want to do it? You can do that. Uh, I'll do it. This is the Long Awaited Podcast. We've been going for a very long time. Uh, the Podcast and Chill Show, uh, per usual. I'm your host, Duff Bear, alongside the beige brother himself, or brown skin. We're not colorists over here. It's a brother, Vanessa Veli. <laughs> I love that. Yes, sir. I love that. I love that. Thank you for that introduction. As you know, I will be your co-host for this week, next week, and until we shut the lights off and we ain't never shut them off because this is a historic monument. That means we don't pay bills. Mm-hmm. We don't pay bills. So, uh, yeah, I'm your boy, Vanessa Valley. Uh, please, please, please follow the podcast and chill show at Pod and Chill Show on Twitter, Instagram, and wherever else that somebody, you know, a bot created. Yes, sir. Our accounts. I don't. I, I don't know. Um, subscribe to the Patreon. We do have a, a couple patrons. They love us. Uh, they love talking to us and communicating. And uh, yeah, follow Duff No Beer on Twitter at Duff No Beer or not. If if, if you're that type of person, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's up to you. Honestly, you got to be that type of person. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Finessavelli and Finessavelli only, as is spelled, as you see. And for all, uh, you know, our people that's listening, you'll see it. You know, wherever it's posted. So, yep, that's it. Um, so yeah, it's been a minute. It's been three weeks since we been Quite, it's been quite a minute. Three it's weeks. been quite a minute. Mm-hmm. Last episode we was talking about Tesla. If I'm not under misunderstanding, you right? Are correct. You are correct. All right. So last episode was 180. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. it was uh, Tesla tweets, and we described the predictions of Elon Musk. Uh, owning well he was a shareholder he was the largest shareholder of twitter at the time mm-hmm. but then shortly after that vanguard actually um overtook him as shareholder so what he did is he bought twitter so now he's the owner of twitter now.com he's the owner of twitter.com so that's where we reached in society right now wow that's a- what, was, what was your yeah what was your first thoughts i mean my first thought about elon musk owning twitter you know Initially, I was like, "Who the hell cares?" Yeah, I was saying the same thing. Like, like who, like who, who, the fu- who the fuck really cares? Did, you know, we didn't care. We didn't care when the dude Jack was the owner. Like, I don't even know who was the owners prior. I don't even know who was the owner. I think he was just like the the front man. Yeah, we the, didn't. Yeah, we didn't care about none of the other owners at all. Yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, we we and, and it's only because if this was a guy who had like a seven syllable last name or, yeah. or somewhere out of the ordinary, you know, no, nobody would care, but because it's Elon Musk, like everybody cares, mm-hmm. you know, which is fine. But the, the biggest divide is because you have a lot of like liberal people say, Oh, he got rich off, you know, his dad owning a diamond mine. And it's just another rich guy doing rich shit. And then they're like conservatives that love, the idea of it because like trying to stick it to like you know organizational government and like they think that because he's it's privately owned it'll have you know like less restrictions and everything. I'm like bro it, it doesn't really fucking matter yeah not to me it didn't I was honestly um I was actually I wasn't enthused but I was like all right that's pretty cool because it's like we see it in front of our eyes and you see what he's trying to do right now. Um, well, yeah, to your point, it was like a lot of people upset about the situation. But I was like, I was I was slightly confused. I don't know why they were quite upset. Maybe because he had a lot of money and he could have, like, it was a lot of points 
like majority of the points were like, yo, well, all the money he bought Twitter, he could have uh, cured world hunger. But like we always say, like, <clears throat> stop pocket watching. <laughs> stop pocket watching. That's, that's what we always say. Because at the end of the day, it's like, bro, I mean, yeah, he didn't work hard for this money, right? But it's not, like not in initially, same, no. Yeah, but in the same yeah, not initially, but in the same breath, it's like it's his money, so he could do whatever he wants with it. You know, I don't understand. Everything is individual. Like, I don't know, man. I I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying uh, to to an extent, simply because you can look at it in two different ways, right? Yeah. I could be mad because oh, it's another billionaire just being a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I mean. Okay, like if I were to be on that side and be like, Elon Musk owns, he has a stake in transportation with Tesla. All right, he has he has the ability to send people to the moon at will or Mars or wherever. The, the mission is to Mars, so he can make his own colony, and he's trying to make a transportation system on Mars. All that he's trying okay. to be king of Mars. Yeah. Okay, and then I could also go and say he also owns a stake in financials because of PayPal. Yeah, he also owns a stake now in communication with Twitter. Twitter, yeah, and he also creates. You know, he also has this Neuralink company that's going to be like the next face of like some sort of biotech. Mm-hmm. Now, you can look at that and say that's that's horrible. He's trying to become king of the world, but if you take a step back and you look at folks like Ted Turner, who people don't understand how much Ted Turner owns about almost every single cable channel that we have on TV. I can go down the list of cable channels he owns. Ted Turner. You can look at Mark Zuckerberg who owns the global communications, literally the global world communications network in terms of Facebook, Instagram. Everybody who's like 40 and under is in link information is under this cloud owned by Mark Zuckerberg. Mm -hmm. We can talk about Jeff Bezos who literally owns and operates the a global supermarket. Yeah. And has literally our, has all of our financial information. Mm-hmm. We could talk about Walt Disney. We could talk about all these folks who own and operate all these things that we use every day. But for some reason, people are so bent out of shape. It's because, oh, Elon Musk is Elon Musk that everything you buy, everything that you own is owned and operated by some rich family, unless it's government owned. Yeah. So you're mad about that? Be mad about everything else. Yeah, it was just selective outrage, I guess. I don't know. Um, but like you said, a lot of people were uh, excited because it's like uh, he was promising like freedom, freedom of speech on this app. And, you know, it's a private owned company. You can do whatever you want in the company. So everybody was like quite happy that uh, that he partake. Um, and owning uh, Twitter. So I guess it was a good day for, I guess, freedom of speech, I suppose, but I don't see it. People are still getting banned regardless. I guess it didn't, yeah. set place, it didn't take place yet. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. The one thing that kind of struck me a little bit, though, was because um, I was in this Twitter space and it was there was nobody that represented, like, you know, any progressive. It was a bunch yeah. of conservative, like, Republicans and some I would say yeah. are far right, but I was in. I just wanted, like you know me, I'm 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 a I'm a beast and a creature of you know equal opinions. I'm not gonna discredit you because you're a different type of person and you think a different way. You no, know, I want to hear what you say so then I can train you know my way of thinking. So I was in yeah. there, I was listening, and like I asked a question. Now mind you, it was like about 700 people. Somehow they gave me a mic, so I was in there talking my shit, 
and they I asked I said hey how how do people feel about privatization do we feel that privatization the country should be ran by private companies instead of a governmental organized body and the responses that I got were crazy they were like yes we we believe that Long story short, that they believe that a lot of, of the organizations and the functions of the government should be ran by private organizations. And that kind of was alarming to me only because like when you have multiple organizations that are ran by when you have one body that's ran by private organizations, their rules are whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Yeah, everything is like sanctions, it's, it's different places. It's very it's very segregated. Everything right. will be segregated. You can't do this here, but you can do this here. You know what I mean? And exactly, and to your point, now I can say I can choose who and what gets what. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Duff, let's say for example, you're six feet. If I'm a private, if I'm a private organization, I can say everybody that's not six feet can't get access to this. Mm-hmm. I'm a private company. You can't. You can't. Speaking on that, speaking on that, it was kind of like that too with uh with the pandemic. Like when we see with those companies how they has tried, like the big government try to enforce rules on the smaller companies. But, you know, if you're a private-owned company, you were supposed to be allowed to do whatever you wanted to do. But it was like, now nah, we're going to take these things away from you if you don't have these type of res- uh, restrictions in place of your um, your company. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. It's a, I don't know, man. Yeah, and, and it, it, we're living in a very weird time. And I know, like, we've been, we've been saying that since like 2020 and we're it's about to be we're on the tail end of 2020 what 2022 right now yeah we're basically midway through once once we get through july and august we'll be on the tail end midway of yeah we'll yeah. be at the end yeah. yeah right and we are starting to see more and more of the government be creating like political situations and political arguments over basic human rights yeah and that's oh, alarming. Yeah. that that's yeah. incredibly alarming especially as an individual who pays taxes me and you an individual who votes me and you an individual who has a say me and you there are certain life rights and life values that the government especially men and just in general should not have the right <laughs> to weigh in on they shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, speaking of rights, so today is Mother's Day. You know, shout out to all the mothers that's listening right now. Shout out to y'all. Uh, but yeah, it's also a, a bad day as well in government because from the headline I've seen is uh, Plan B was actually banned in a few states. Really? Uh, yeah, down south, I think. I'll let you know right now. I'm about to put an article up as we speak. It's so interesting, you know, when we when we see things like that, because it's almost like certain states that, you know, carry that mantra. It's almost like a different world, you know, in the United States. And it I'm totally interested to see, like, you know, what this article says. I have not read it. So this would where, where is it from? I'll let you know. I'm getting the sources right now. Yeah, I think I think that's actually that's crazy. If that's accurate, I will I will say that. CEO of Center of Employment. Her name is Pan Keith. And she stated, Tennessee just banned Plan B and made it a crime punishable by a $50,000 fine and ordered it. Let's get some sources right now. 
Really? Yeah. That was um the uh, CEO of um Center of Employment. Really? Yeah. So it's banned in Tennessee? Allegedly, Tennessee, Missouri, Louisiana. That's what I've seen. Yeah. I, like, if, if you've lived under a rock, you know, these past um, these past couple of days, and you came to the podcast and show the show after you opened that rock, I, first of all, thank you. Um, but second, there's been a lot of talk and a lot of argumentation around whether or not abortion should be illegal or overturned in the famous famous Roe v. Wade case that happened about almost before before, before you continue, I have the article. Oh, so go this ahead. is from this is from PBS. Go ahead. Tennessee governor signs bill strictly regulating medication abortions. So the medical abortion pill is what the plan B, of course. Yeah. So this is from uh PBS and it says Tennessee will soon strictly regulate the dispensing of abortion pills, including imposing harsh penalties on doctors who violate them. Under legislation recently signed into law by Republican Governor Bill Lee. It's man. crazy. Yeah, I mean, of course, a man. A man. Um, it will go into effect January 1st, 2023. Um, really? Yeah, I can send you the link right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, he also signed. Um, oh, this guy's insane. So he also signed another article from PBS. Tennessee governor signs transgender athlete banning girls sports as well. They going crazy over in Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee is being. Yeah, it's Tennessean. Tennessee is doing some stuffs. Yeah, I sent you the link. But uh, yeah. So, thank you for sending me that link here. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, look, I'm looking at it now. now. Let me ask you a very quick question. Yeah. How many states are there? 50-something. There's 50 states. Yeah. From 50 states, all the way from Alaska, all the way down to whatever the last Hawaii. One, Vermont, Hawaii, whatever. Mm. Okay. Out of those 50 states, there are nine. There are nine female governors. Mm. There are nine. If you do the math, the percentage of female governors is 18% of the United States governing body. Make up less than one-fourth of the entire government. And yet we are having a discussion about about, women. About women. Yeah. And their bodies. And their bodies. And And the conversation is being made by majority of men. Old white men, by the way. They're stuck in the past. Majority of them are stuck in the past. So when people sit out here and think, right, when they when they think about, you know, this topic of abortion, for all those individuals who are just seeing all these headlines and they're not, you know, they're not really just they're just reading like clickbait and whatever, whatever, whatever. Be mindful that there are nine women that serve as governors in the United States of America. Only nine. There are 41 men, don't know what side they're on, arguing whether or not abortion should be illegal or overturned. Because the Supreme Court, it was leaked by the Politico that 
in a like some sort of exhibition, whatever, that they would vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. So now this is coming to a state by state issue. Explain Roe v. Wade. Sure. So essentially, what it is is, and what I'll do is while I'm talking, I'll give for who, who have never have heard of Roe v. Wade, I will give you just a little bit of background. So Roe v. Wade. Uh, was a landmark decision of the U.S. Supreme Court in which the court ruled that the Constitution of the United States protects a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction. It was decided on January 22 of 1973. So almost 40, almost 40-something years ago, almost. Maybe it was 50 years ago, actually. In 2023, it'll be 50 years since Roe v. Wade was decided. January 20, January 22, 2023 will be 50 years since Roe v. Wade. And we are still having this discussion. Why are we having this discussion? Like, what is the reasons uh, that they're trying to implement it? Or are they trying to dismiss it? Or what do you think the reason would be? So I was I was in again, I was in that space while they were having this conversation. They were talking about a lot of stuff. And apparently it's like, well, the people say, well, there was 30, 34 million babies that had been killed since Roe v. Wade and all this type of stuff. So is this from is this like a church versus you know you not do church versus state, but it's like is this like a is this like a religious thing? It is. They're, they're like conservative, so it's like it is. they believe that is you shouldn't you know kill the baby. Um, but yeah, so is yeah, but it's like that's still a conflict with church versus state. If if that makes sense to me, the the issue the issue has is that a lot of people feel that America is founded on these Christian values, these Southern Christian values but it you can't live in a place that you can be told what and what not to do with your body now if you sit out here and think that in this world where there are many 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 evils that you think people are just getting pregnant just to get an abortion and just be done with it that's not the only reason why abortion is is real and it's an effect there are women out here that get raped there are women yeah. out here that, be, that get molested. There are women out here where if you could have a pregnancy, it could make kill you, mm-hmm. you know, depending on your body. But even me arguing this, all this type of stuff, men <laughs> are still who, trying to make, yeah. Who who cannot carry a child. Sure. Never know what carrying a child will feel like. Ever. Should not. Should not be in a room discussing what a woman should do with their body. With her body, yep. Should not. I don't care if you're pro, pro-life, pro pro-choice. I don't give a damn. If you cannot create life and carry it for nine months, you, you shouldn't, talk on it. shouldn't speak on it. Not at all. I don't ever, me and Duff never have a conversation about periods. No, I don't have one. Because we don't get them. Me and Duff never have a conversation about wearing heels. We because don't we don't wear them. Yeah. So why am I talking? Why am I talking about abortion? Mm-hmm. If I can't get one, you can't get one. Why? Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make sense. Make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. 
Land no. of the free, but you're trying to control who has a kid and who doesn't. That doesn't make sense. Hell, the land of the free and the home of the con- the home of the uh, fucking conflicted. Because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, at the end of the day, you are old ass white men, yeah. most of you, who haven't had a baby probably since 1973, trying to tell women on both sides of of the coin what should shades do with your with their body. It, it, it's almost it's almost embarrassing for me to be having this conversation with you right now. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's truly embarrassing. How out of touch are you in the world? There are so many things going on right now. Y'all just gave $33 billion to Ukraine and y'all worrying about abortion. We just got finished dealing with chemical disease-ridden warfare and y'all worried about abortion. What? Really? I'm done. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. It's the, it's uh, I don't know, man. It don't make no sense. No, it doesn't. It don't make no goddamn sense. In in the world where at least five percent of the United States population is homeless, when almost every major city that has you know more than a million people have some level of poverty, you don't worry about that. You don't care about that. You don't care about gun violence. You don't care about any of this shit. You care about abortions. Okay. All right. And this is why. (laughs) And this is why. And this is fucking why. What you been up to? Since Um, the last episode, man. Well, since I since since the last episode, I was able to get my own apartment. Nice. Yeah, man. Uh, Talk about that. Yeah, Talk no about problem. your experiences so far. Um, having my own apartment has been different. I'll I'll say like um, I never knew how much money like it costs to like just spend on food, and it's like it, it it's like pieces of shit. You know what I mean? Like my first week here, I spent like three hundred bucks just stocking the fridge up, mm. and it's like if you don't eat the shit, it go bad. You know what I mean? So, so it's like, like a waste. Yeah, you know. And I'm I'm I was trying to figure out well, what do you buy versus what do you not buy? You know what I mean? And then being in my own space, it's like it's always quiet. Like I I live like far out, so it's like it's always quiet, and I'm not used to quiet. And I was yeah. I used when I was in school, it was quiet. You know, mm-hmm. and now it's not quiet. So like I'm dealing with that whole like oh shit, like you know the transition. Yeah, the transition and like having neighbors and like yeah, I was the same way when I moved to where I'm at now. When I live when I was living in the hood, you hear uh all types of shit at nighttime. Everything. Yeah, but then Everything. when I moved out here, it was like you just get a moment of silence, and it's like kind of weird. So your first few nights are st- extremely uncomfortable because extremely. it's like it's like damn, I'm used to hearing like gunshots, I'm used to hearing violence, I'm used to hearing like prostitutes outside my windows. Like Real so shit. for for nothing to hear birds chirping in the morning and at night just hear wind gusts hitting your window is just and like it's damn, pitch it's, black. it's pitch black. It's just refreshing. Like you just don't, you're just not going to get it anywhere else. It's just it's solace, and you know, you just gotta. Take everything in, and then you're gonna quickly learn how to appreciate it. It's gonna be days where you miss the noise, but it's like that noise is all from trauma and shit like that. Like I'll keep it real with you. I've been here for about two weeks. I got my first real nice sleep yesterday. Yeah, I was up 
all day. Like I was going to sleep on average at like 5 a.m. Because I was just tossing and turning, tossing and turning, tossing and turning. Like I can't sleep. Can't sleep. And like mm-hmm. it, 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 it was hard because like, you know, like I'm, it's nobody here. So mm-hmm. it's like it's not like, you know, I can't drive down to Duff's. You know what I mean? I can't like, you know hang out with nobody nobody want to drive all the way up here <laughs> you, you know what i mean nobody feel like taking that trip so it's just like i wanted to be out here because of the peace and it is quiet as shit you know what i mean it's very quiet uh it's good during the work day when i get to work from home and stuff yeah like, peace I of mind focus. yeah peace of mind but dog once this once the sun goes down it's just like well damn like 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 what like what is there to do you know, so like that that's been an adjustment, but I mean I wouldn't go back, you know, to living, you know, how I was previously, just just off the simple fact that I I enjoy my peace. Even though it's an yeah. adjustment, I, I enjoy it. I so enjoy it. Yeah, it's a hard transition. Yeah. It's a chart it's a hard transition to uh to transition to solitude and peace of mind yeah. and quietness. Like you can finally focus now to do the things that you actually wanted to do. That's what that's what happened when I moved somewhere nice. Exactly. Like if you want to sit down and write something, you can write something. If you want to No sit no down, distractions. No distractions. None. None. So at this point now, if you're not doing something, it's just all on you. If you don't yeah. feel like doing something, it's it's just you didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like that's all it is, which is which is fine. You know, but I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the ability where I could just come out here. But like, I live with around all white people, and it mm-hmm. is definitely a different atmosphere. Not saying it's better. There was a lot of weird shit going on when, when we were moving. You when we were helping you move. Yeah, the neighbors. The neighbors were very talkative, but like very. It seemed like it was very uncomfortable for them. Um, like they've never seen a black man before. You know, they was like, you know, uh. They were basically, I don't know, I don't know what it's called. They were just like very unnerved. Guilt. Unnerved. It was like guilt talking. They were like guilt talking. Like you didn't have you don't have to talk to me right now. You know that, right? Yeah, you can just like, yeah, let, let them know that uh if they need sugar, then uh my my room is down here. I'm not gonna let them know that. Why would I let them know that? <laughs> Why do I, I care? I don't know you. I'm not <laughs> I don't know you. I'm not gonna let them know that. That could be cocaine in that sugar. You're a rat, anthrax. But yeah. uh <laughs> one thing, one thing that um that struck me when I first moved in. Uh, somebody made an Obama joke because yeah, I'm, I was there, I, yeah. I'm the only black person in this area. Like where I live at, I'm the only black person. You know what I mean? So um, they were like, yeah, we believe. And I said, we believe. <laughs> I said, that was Obama's slogan. I said, I know you ain't just say we believe, mother chucker. I know you ain't just say that shit. I said, you know, I let it slide. I let it slide. I ain't feel like, you know, having that stereotype, you know, day one moving in. But I said, you got one more time. Yeah. He was a nerd-looking guy too. He was a very type of uh, a guy that you'll see on one of those shows that's up to no good. And it's, yeah. And then it, it cuts to a screen, and then a monologue about him of what his lifestyle was, and this is how he ended up uh, planting bombs and shit like that. That's what killing the guy cats. Like. And yeah, shit. he started off killing cats at a young age, and then it mm-hmm. just progressed to everybody else. He had a certain type of woman. That's the type of guy he was. That's the guy who guy he looked. He looked very sweaty. He had a lot of sweat on him. And he, it was nice outside. It real was moist. Really hot. Yeah, he was. He was a real moist fella. Yeah, real moist brother. Drenched moist. hair, white glasses, not these type of glasses, like the ordinary glasses. Like, like a you know soggy he's up to no good. Yeah, you know he's up to no good. Mm-hmm. Those type of guys, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I like you know living by myself. I, 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 
the only the only issue is that everything now has to come from me. So like in terms yeah. of like I've lived on my own in college, but it's like you know that shit was already paid for because of scholarships. So it's like if you want to go do X, Y, and Z, you got a bill. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, oh shit, bills. <laughs> you you got to take everything into account. It's a certain type of responsibility now. Mm-hmm. Like, now it was like, it wasn't careless, but it was like, all right, I have a back. Like, I have, someone has my back right now. What as of now, like, like damn, if I do this, I have to take all the other things I have to account for that I'm spending yep. money on. Yep, like, so I just can't more, go out. Like, yeah, it's just hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we can't we can't go out and go crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like th- things are different. But it's like if you budget and you 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 manage ahead of time, you can have money for like this type of stuff. But it's like starting off, I'm like, damn, gotta pay here, pay here, pay here, pay here, and it's just like, oh my god, like what the hell, you know? But I mean, it's just, it'll come along. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Like yeah. When do you feel like I would say is the best age for someone to move on their own? When do you feel? I feel like honestly, it, there's no age really. Just don't be like forty. But besides that, I feel like there's no age. Um, you know, in other traditions, like they keep the family close. Mm-hmm. They live for a very long time with each other. They don't even move out. And it needs to stop being looked down upon in our community specifically. Like, yo, you got to get out and get on your own right now. But you need to make sure that this person is ready to go out of that world. Have you? trained that person you didn't teach them no type of financial stability in their life so when they go out there they're looking stupid and they run it back home a few months later because they don't have no type of stability or they don't have a financial plan like they don't know like they don't know nothing about tax like you shouldn't be moving if you don't have know nothing about credit like or taxes or like rent or like laundry if you don't know how to do your own laundry you shouldn't be moving and i know people that don't know how to do their own laundry that's true that's true that's true. And, and, and you know, it's also something to realize, like, if you never had to pay bills. Yeah. No responsibility. You wasn't taught responsibility. If all you ever had to pay was a phone bill, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or a little ticky-tack little gas for the car that your dad let you have or your mama let you have, maybe it's not your time. Like, I, I always say that if you can hold down a job and hold down, you know, a credit card, mm-hmm. that is the first step. That's the first step. Because if you can hold down a job and you can have a credit card that, you know, isn't crazy, you, you know, balance on it, you can pay it off, pay it off, do whatever you have to do. That's the first step. Okay. If you can now figure out how to cook for yourself, you don't got to be Chef Ramsay. You know what I mean? But if you can make basic, it's some men that can't cook. It's some men that don't know how to wash dishes. It's some women who can't cook, don't know how to wash dishes. If you can't do that simple, taking out trash, it may sound simple, but you shouldn't have four or five trash bags and your mama take it out. You ain't ready to move out yet. Yeah. You ain't ready like, to move out yet. I can cook, but I don't want to. That's the difference. Like, it's fun people that can't, that don't know the difference between the spoon and the knife. Come on. You know what I mean? Come on. I can cook a mean grilled cheese, man. Talk about it. Talk That's about it. That's what I'm saying. I can cook a mean grilled cheese. All you need is three go-to meals. That's all you need. If you can make breakfast, you don't you don't got you don't got most of your shit out the way. If you can make a mean eggs and bacon, mm-hmm. you good. All right, boom. Your next meal can be some salmon. Salmon, make yourself. Truth be told, you can make some salmon. Hell, you can make some spaghetti and meatballs. You can make chicken. You can make, make, chicken. You you can make, make chicken. chicken. Yeah. Put it in the air fryer. Hell, mm-hmm. you, you can get the, the the um the checkers fries. 
from just the put them in the air fryer. It tastes just like fryer. checkers or Raleigh's, wherever you located. Done. That's five meals. Mm-hmm. That's five meals. You can't let, let me tell you something. You can't get takeout every single day and think you're gonna make the shit. No. Unless you unless you got that X amount of dollars, you're gonna have to sit in that kitchen and make something. Mm-hmm. Whether it's noodles or something, you're gonna have to make it. And these you know are just I mean? human just these are just regular shit humans are supposed to be doing. Like you're supposed to be cleaning, you're supposed to be cooking. You shouldn't be rewarded for the shit like this. You're supposed to have some type of responsibility. But that's why I said, like, you're not ready to leave out the house if your parents didn't train you right. And by train, I literally mean train, like, from growing up. That's why they give you small chores just to prepare you for the future. They don't do it for their well-being. Well, some of them don't. Like, they teach you they teach you responsibility. Well, they're supposed to teach you responsibility for a reason. So when you get out on your own, you it's just like a bird when they leave the nest. The mother teaches the baby how to fly. The mother feeds it. But then after that, you got to fly on your own out this nest. And if you don't know how to fly, by the time you're about to hit that ground, you're dead. That's literally how it is. Okay. And that's, and that's how it is with humans, too. It's like, survival. Or do you know how to mop? Mm-hmm. Do you know how to mop? So, do you know how to clean a, clean a toilet? Can you clean a bathtub? I should come in your house and there's rings all around your tub. You just moved in. Why? Mm-hmm. Simple shit like that. Can you fold your laundry? Do you know how to make sure? And these are simple things that people don't do. Yeah. Like, can you change a tire? Can you put air in a tire? Your shit falls out in the middle of the road. You're going to figure it out. You can't wait for mommy and dad. You got to do it yourself. Simple mm-hmm. shit. All right. I know people that don't even know how to put gas in their own car. Believe yeah. it, at, at this grown age. That's probably well, Jersey folks, but yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. If you guys don't know, if you guys, wherever you're listening to, in New Jersey, they pump the gas for you, you can't, or they'll get fined, by the way. Which is odd. Everybody else is normal, though. But yeah. Which is very odd. It is very odd. But we're talking about what people can and can't do. There was a There was a very, very controversial person who just passed away that got famous. Yeah. Or uh, talking about what people can and can't do. Uh, his name was Kevin Samuels. Yeah. His, name, his name was Rest in Peace. Some people don't feel like that, though. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. Some people yeah, don't yeah. feel like that. Some people don't feel like that. I mean, uh, when, what, it, when it happened, what, oh, what were you about to say? Go ahead. Oh, when the news broke, when it first happened, I said, yo, I know social media is about to go in the blaze, man. But when you, when you think about it, right, um, he was speaking to people that wanted to be spoken to. It wasn't like he was, like, giving a message out to the ma- the masses. He was supposed to be a life health coach. So it was just mainly women and men. He was, he was giving them both advice. He was doing it in a very harsh way, but... Hey, man, people didn't like the message, so, you know, you're going to have both sides of it. A lot of people praised him. A lot of people disliked him, had a strong disdain for the man. But you shouldn't celebrate the man's death, especially a black man's death. So I really didn't like that everybody was dragging him through the mud because he never wished ill on anybody. He just tried to help them the way he seen help. And those people gave him his their time and money to be helped, and they respected what he had to say. And it was it was it was literally equal, you know what I mean? It was he was bashing equally men or women, but when it's a woman involved, naturally it's gonna gravitate more attention and attraction because it's a woman and men wanna see women. So all that is gonna you know, he's gonna get more attention for the, the woman bashing than the men. How I felt about it, I didn't 
I mean, I, rest in peace to God. I don't want to see anyone pass away. You know what I mean? In this life, this short life that we got. But it's like, damn, it's sad to bash that man. I have never seen. I have never seen an attack on a black man in death than I've seen uh, yeah. when it comes to Kevin Samuels. Have never seen it. I have never seen so many women come out of nowhere and be happy that a man they never met in real life has died. Over words. Over words. I have never, and I have been on this earth for almost 25 years, and my research from spans back to at least 65, I have never seen somebody attack somebody in death the way they have tried to drag this man who, if you didn't like what he said, all you had to do was not listen to it. Or block you would have thought this man was committing mass genocide the way they dragged this man name through the mud. They was talking to him like the hell they should have talked about with Hitler. Niggas like George Zimmerman. So like that, bro, it was so crazy and sad and disheartening to see that shit. The way they dragged that man through the mud was absurd, bro. Also, and, words. And and, and 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 you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Twitter is an amazing is an amazing tool. Mm-hmm. Twitter isn't an app anymore. Twitter has been upgraded to a tool, if you ask me, because Twitter has the ability to function beyond the means of an application. You know what I mean? Now, if if you're not a verified account, you can only post videos that are up to about two minutes and 20 seconds, I believe. Two minutes and 20 seconds. This man had videos for hours. But it'll be a two minute and twenty second blurb. Clip, yeah. A clip that would outrage thousands. But the thing that's crazy is that when it comes to him, those people called in. They wanted that advice. They knew what they were signing up for. I don't understand. It was outrage for other people. They were saying, Kevin Samuels, I give you full range to dissect my life. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tell me about myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me where I can be better. And there are women. There are black women on Twitter dancing that this man is dead when you didn't even, it had nothing to do with you. Their life is not your life. It had nothing to do with you. Well, I'm upset because he was dragging black women and making black women look bad. All those people that called in. Wanted, wanted to hear that. his opinion. They, they wanted, wanted to hear that. his opinion. They valued his opinion. This is how, if if you guys didn't want him to succeed or be as big as he is, you wouldn't have gave him that attention. All all oh. publicity is good publicity at the end of the day. Okay. So when y'all bash that man when he was on his upbringing, that you ever you catapult him to a different level. Negative or positive feedback, you're always going to come back. Is it you're going to use it? Exactly. Based off of whether it's negative or positive, you can literally make someone a god. Mm-hmm. Based off of the negative and the positive traction. The one way, the one way you let a motherfucker fail is if you do nothing. Mm-hmm. But in our community, we do nothing for the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> we do nothing. We do nothing for, for the leaders. Wrong, for the lead, you know. For the leaders. Joe Biden recently just said that he was reminiscing about segregation. Yeah. <laughs> that sleepy fool. In in a live, in a in a live, 
speech, he was reminiscing about the, in, in his words, the good old days of segregation. Yeah, when families were still together. That's what he said. Now, mind you, y'all cha-cha slided for this man. <laughs> I ain't letting y'all forget that. Yeah, he missed segregation though. <laughs> he was reminiscing. Oh, he, man. he was a lot. He was he was in his thirties during segregation. Let's mm-hmm. not. He's in his thirties, so y'all cha-cha slided for this man. But a man, a black man, that tried to tell people about themselves to get better, y'all crucify. Yeah. How that work? <laughs> How does that work? Because it's not some. See, see, the problem is here. People hate the truth. They do. I got this tattoo today, right? It's it's okay, right? I got this tattoo right here. This is in the way. I got you this explain tattoo. it for the listeners. No problem. So for y'all who can't see it, it's a chess piece. It's a king. It's a king chess piece, right? And at the bottom of it, it's a word in Hindi. The word in Hindi means truth. Chess started in India, and one of the main religions in India is Hindi. So to me, I had the tattoo basically means that a true king lives his truth. Too many people are scared to live their truth. You are mad because somebody was telling you about yourself because you gave them the information. And gave them the power. And you gave them the power. And all the people that are angry, they obviously that means that his opinion held not truth, but they value, they they get negative and positive feedback only tell you one thing, that you're going to give this man more credibility and you're making him more valuable than what he actually is. Not Kevin Samuels, but any man in general. Because once a man has that much opinion, if, if you respect that man's opinion so much, you're going to get negative and positive feedback. So obviously his opinions became valuable to some people. He's no different than that girl. What's her name? Like Alonza, like Fix My Life, whatever her name was. Like Alana Fix My Life, whatever. Oprah's Ayana, Ayana, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayana yeah. Fix My Life. It's the same concept. It's just, he's just telling you the truth. Now, I never watched, you know, because I don't need that type of, like, self, like, reassurance. You know what yeah, I, mean? I don't need that it was def- I don't need no self-help. I don't need no self-help, you know. So, but those type of people are meant to help others that, you know. That are help. in need. Yeah. That are in need. You know, so don't. And, and and my problem is, and it, it may be a selfish problem, because he's a black man. Why? Why do you have to bash a black man in death? In death. In death. Why? What what because of mean words. That wasn't that wasn't harming them. Oh man! Why bash another black? Like, how many times are we gonna set up to destroy each other in death? Let that that man has left this world. Let that man, whatever his fate is after this world, if he believed in the afterlife, that is his fate. Mm-hmm. He is now gone. Why talk about him? He's been trending for almost three days. Yeah. 
trending more when in death than in living, if you ask me. Yeah, they say that's the most um, publicity. Dead or in jail. Yeah. That's the one most publicity. Yeah, man. But, um, you know, you, I believe you asked, uh, <laughs> I believe you asked some of your followers, right, on Twitter. Yeah. You know, to ask him some questions. Do you have any questions for, for us today, Duff No Beer? Yeah. For the podcast. Do you have anything for us? Yeah, I'll go on my timeline right what now. What you got? What you got? What you got? All right, so this is the first one. It says, firstborn daughters with daddy issues are the op- optimal type of woman. True or false? You want to answer that? What you, you think? Can you can answer it first. Read it again. Hold on. I don't understand it. Read it again. <laughs> firstborn daughters with daddy issues are the first optimal type of woman. True or false? False. False? False. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. I don't. Well, that's a whole, you don't want a woman with daddy issues. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Because I gotta play both roles now. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want anybody with any type of trauma, but that's inevitable. That's something that you can. You know, we all got some sort of trauma. Um, but yeah, false as well because I'm not your dad. I don't want to play your dad. Just because I'm built like your dad, I don't want to be him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's something I I would strongly dislike. I don't even like being called daddy. That's a very strange thing to me. That's a weird obsession. I don't, I don't like that I didn't either. birth you. Yeah, I didn't birth you. Don't call me your father. I'm not sleeping with your mother. Um, 200 dates. No. Um, also, okay, there's another one. What do you think about gender rules? And that's all it was. In terms, just what do you think about now, gender rules? Yeah, now. I guess now, I guess it's saying, like, how you feel about it now. You want me to go first? Or you want to do it? You can go first. Um, I don't. You know, I gen, gender gender roles. Is it rules or roles? Same roles. thing. Gender roles. Gender roles. Yeah. Gender roles. They don't like because I was raised by a woman. You know what I mean? Like I, I never had that luxury of like gender roles you know what i mean like I, i'm like not show like, you a man how it's done or how a woman is supposed to be you know because it's like yeah women are, women are supposed to nurture you and men are supposed to you know prepare you and you got to follow their footsteps I'm, I'm thinking more so like in chores right so it's like it, it wasn't no i'll make i'll make a mess and oh a woman's gonna clean it up mm-hmm. no you're gonna get in there clean up you get your ass whooped mm-hmm. you know what i mean or you gotta this is how a man i had to learn how to be a man from a woman so i I didn't really have the luxury of understanding like what a man does versus what a woman does. It was just more so what does me myself does. Mm-hmm. So I don't really believe in gender roles like that. I don't feel like a woman shouldn't have to work. I've seen my mom go out and work. I've seen your mom go out and work. I, I don't. I don't really. You know. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there shouldn't be any. I mean, oh, that's crazy. Uh, gender roles are uh, kind of to your point. Like you see a hardworking woman your whole life, so I'm not saying that we expect. Yeah, I mean, we like seeing that a hardworking woman. We expect the woman that we choose to be a hardworking woman with some type of ambition. So that's how I feel about it. Um, I learned gender roles, I guess, through outside. Outside told me, like television also told me, YouTube just just uh, just observation of the outside world told me, like this is what a man does, this is what a woman does. You know what I mean? Um, people like yo old school. They missed the old school. No, you really, you really don't. Uh, 
But yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. It's I guess it's cool. Do I care about them? I don't really care about them because it's it's individual. Like some women want gender roles, some women can care less about it. Some women are feminism. They don't even they don't even want a man to provide for them and shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's like that's what it is. I it's, all, it's an individual case. It's case by case basis. Like. It is. Now, what I will say is that right. I've had I've had a girl tell me that oh, I don't want to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, all right, so, so let's take it. Let's take a snapshot, right? Let's say I make $75,000 a year, mm-hmm. right? Okay, not bad. So let's say that it is, we have, I have two kids, a house, and every bill comes out of my pocket. And my wife does nothing, or my, my baby mom, or whatever, does nothing. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stress on one person. A lot of stress. Where so let's say I made seventy five thousand and my wife, baby mom, whatever, partner, whatever you want to call it, makes sixty thousand. Now y'all bringing in six figures in the household. Things become easier. You know what I mean? Rent is split, um, or mortgage is split. And then, like, you know, food is easier to come by. There's more than just one income. There's probably yeah. two cars. Like, think things now become easier. But when you have one man. Provided for everything. Every damn thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that man's life expectancy is going to go down. Because yeah, he's of stressed. Stress. Yeah. He's working. He's tired. He probably won't spend a lot of time with his kids. Because all he's worried about is just providing a household, providing a family. That is not someone who you should want to have. You should want to help you, man. Even though, like, the the only way it is feasible to me that it can be these days, especially these days, back then, it was damn near impossible, but they made do what it do. You know what I mean? Now, you have to make six figures plus to do something like that. And you still got to live to minimal standards. You got to be realistic with your standards. And a lot of people aren't these days. So it's, it's damn near impossible to do that. I mean, you can be a provider in different ways. There's a lot of ways to be a provider. That's true. That's true. And and, and I'll and I'll be the first one to say it. If you only make like a hundred K a year, I know this may sound weird, but that's not a lot of money. If you're that's- being a provider for you, your family, the car notes, the the mortgage, <laughs> the kids, tuition. The food, Ooh. the tuition, the, mm-hmm. the, the sports. That's not a lot of money. No. That's not a lot of money. You know, and this and it's like I know that may sound weird because a lot of people say, I ain't never seen 100K in my life. Yo, I am telling you, that is, if you doing, if everything is coming from your pocket, that is not a fun life. That is not a fun life because all you doing is you're just a resource. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? L- you, literally. You're just a resource. Stop working. What if you don't feel good one day? Mm-hmm. Well, let's say you get sick. And let's say, God forbid, let's say someone gets cancer or something. You can't work. Mm-hmm. Where the money coming from? Let's say you break your leg. Let's say something happened. You know, you can't work. What's going to happen? You got to figure it out. More stress, more strain, less life expectancy. That type of stuff is real. It is very real. You know, ulcers, strokes, heart attacks. That all comes from stress. Yes, sir. All of it. Leading causes, especially in the black community. I always wanted a woman that could work. Not because I want her money, but it's because, like, you know, if you work, you know, that's that's a less of a burden on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I always on have both my of money. You. Yeah. It'll be it's on both like, of you. There's more things you can do with more excess income. 
Exactly. And you want to take trips. You know what I mean? You want to take trips. You can't do all that type of shit on one salary. Mm-hmm. And, and there's not a lot of people out there making six figures just off the bat, especially not at our age. So it's like, you what, you average salary in, in what? Philadelphia is like 55000 You're going to be a tired something, something if you try to do all that on a 55K salary. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be damn near impossible. Making a penny of the paycheck. Ain't taking no taxes. That's all taxes. All right. Look, man. <laughs> Another question I got. How long until we realize we outnumber the powers that be in the numbers in artillery, or does it not matter because of money? I got a good answer to that, but I want you to answer that first. No, you can go first. No, go ahead. I want you to go first. Uh, My answer is going to be short and sweet. It's all about the money. That's literally all it is. More money equals more resources. That's literally all. If you got, you can have all the artillery in the world. You can have 50 AK-47s in your your closet right now, but you – if you can't fight the powers that be by catching a pain fight or taking it or having the money to transport those things, you're just a sitting duck at that point. You can control what's around your area, but you can't control the world. You can't fight the powers that be, quote unquote. I'll say this. Are we even organized? Enough? No. We're not Enough. even unionized. No. To do we still arguing about two hundred dollar dates. No, we, we are talking about women's abortions as men. I'm talking about within our community. Community, yeah. I'm talking about us. Are we organized enough to to revolution to to start a revolution? Not me. No, not all. No, not at all. We still having arguments on Twitter about light skin versus dark skin. That ain't gonna help nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's still like it, after a while it it becomes like a broken bell. You know, like I'm beating a dead horse. Like after a while, it's like yo, y'all talk about revolutionizing, doing all this other shit. People risk their lives, and I feel like people nowadays value themselves way too much to risk their lives for the future of others that are outside of yourself. So mm-hmm. I mean. I don't think I don't think that you know if there ever was a revolution like we would like be start that or something I don't know. Somebody asks, "How old are you?" Twenty-four. Thirty-seven. Okay. Go ahead. Um, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? I mean, it can chuck wood. Mm-hmm. It can chuck wood, so however much it can chuck. Yeah, I guess is uh, to answer that question seriously. Chuck will have to. Uh, the woodchucker is. It depends on his physical attributes, really. If he's built like LeBron James, I'm pretty sure he can max out. <sighs> 300? I don't yeah, know. but if you build like Pee Wee Herman, you probably yeah, you can't like, chuck anything. Yeah, yeah, you could probably lift it. That's what I'm saying. So it all depends about the physical attributes. If you want the serious answer, if you build like me, you probably could do the same amount as LeBron James. I don't know. Um, it depends on that person and how strong he is as well. All right, it's another question. What you got? Why are you black? Um, <laughs> why am I black? 
<laughs> uh, I guess my mother and father, they got together. They had me. Um, they both happened to be black, African-American. And um, they birthed me. And from genetics and bio- uh, biology, um, I, I'm a fair I'm a brother. I'm a melanated brother. That's Would you rather be awful. any other race? No. Yeah, me neither. We influence too much. We we are literally, we run the United States. We literally, not even just the United States. We damn near run the world, bro. We we influence fashion. We the number one in music. We started rap. We started rock. We got some of the best influential celebrities in the world. Not even celebrities, but we we influence everything that people do. Our hair from our hairstyles and all of that was built through trauma. Like our hairstyles was made through trauma, bro. The music we created came from trauma, and it's all being not plagiarized, but it's all being influenced to other cultures. How from the streetlight to the telephone, a black mm-hmm. man made that. Come on yeah. now, I wouldn't rather be nothing else but black. I wouldn't rather be nothing. Why? Why would I? And they say we don't got no culture. That's culture right there. Come on now. Our culture is influence, baby. Like, we influence the culture. We influence the culture. Yeah. Come on now. Talk about it. Do Talk I have about any other it. questions? Let me what see. You got? What you got? What you got? Hmm. This is a podcast and show show while we're at it, man. It's Episode 181. Show, road to 200. Road to oh, 200. Oh, yeah. We're on the road to 200. I love it. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Okay, why well, is the part of the couch called a love seat? That's a great question. Yeah. That's a great question. Why is the couch a love seat? What do you make love on it? You ever made love on a love seat? No. I'm a bed type of guy. You're a bed type of guy? Yeah. I never made love on a love seat. That's interesting. I'm going that right to that. think about that. Why is a love seat? You can seat? think about it, but I'm going to get the information to you. All right, talk to me. No, go ahead. Get your guess first. Uh, I feel like it's called a love seat because a couch usually have three seats, and a love seat usually has two. So you got to be sitting next to somebody that's more influenced. That's more in, uh, intimate. That's why it's called a love seat. What do you? What's what's that's, the proper thing? That's true. You did ass. Yeah, a love seat derives its name from holding two people close to one another. First invented in the 17th century, this two-person chair was intended for women wearing large dresses with hoops to sit comfortably. So basically, you were right. It's basically because it's two seats and you're more intimate with somebody that's next to you. Intimacy doesn't just have to be man, woman. It could be man, man, woman, man, friendship, just any type of intimacy. Two homies. So that's on why the it's podcast. called a love seat. Two homies on a podcast. No. Yeah, I sit. I sit with my homie Duff Nobier on the love seat. Yeah, yeah. my thighs can fit. Yeah, yeah, we'll just be a little tight, but it's all right. You know, well, it's all right. All right. Well, listen, man, it's the podcast and show show. We are approaching the hour mark. This is our virtual episode. I've been your host, Vanessa Belli. Love you very much. Peace and love. I'm Duff Nobier. You can follow me on. Twitter, Instagram at Duff No Bear. Follow Finesse Valley on Twitter and Instagram at Duff at Finesse Valley. Damn, I almost gave myself a shout out twice. <laughs> support the Patreon, man. The podcast yes. is chill show. Shout out to everybody that support the Patreon without us even just on a random. I support the. Uh, thanks for everybody that continue to support and listen. More content, better content coming soon. Hopefully, you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, show love, share it to a friend. If you listen to us on pod, podcast app, Apple Podcast, yeah. Yeah, it don't matter. Spotify, tune in, Twitch. I don't care. Follow our Twitches, Vanessa Villy. I'm Duff No Beer on Twitch. We be streaming sometimes. It's, we'll a, it's, it's fun. Yeah, we'll be there. 
That's all I got to say. Peace. <laughs>